the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by the heathen at this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints of Jake and Kevin Studios. That being said, strap in and enjoy the ride. Ah, ah, ah. Welcome to the next episode of the Heathenistic Hell Ride. Ah. This is the most spooky episode of the Heathenistic Hell Ride you can ever imagine. <laughs> welcome. Come on, come on, come on, come on in. Welcome, welcome. Seriously. I was just telling everybody about... Uh, so I was just telling everybody about when I was writing the Monster Mash. I had no idea it was going to be a graveyard smash. The funny thing about that song is we toured with that song for it this 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 accent isn't going very well. We toured with that song for ten years. You couldn't imagine the tale from all the witches that we've got. Witches were lining up backstage just to ah, 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 ah. He did the mesh. He did the monster mesh. The monster mesh. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mesh. I always, I've been forgetting that. I always forget to remove the disclaimer screen on OBS, and it really f- makes me fucking mad. The Halloween episode of the Hedonistic Hell Ride is sponsored by Goblins and Ghouls. Oh, shit. I should have prepared for this more, I don't... Okay. We're just... We're just flowing. We're going off the top. Um, Friday, October 28th. Three days till Halloween. <laughs> isn't it such a bummer when... Ha- uh, I guess... I honestly... So I was going to say, it's a, what, isn't it such a bummer when Halloween's not on the weekend? But I'm thinking like a kid. Like, oh man, I got school and then I have to get dressed up and then we gotta go trick or treating. But now that I'm thinking, like, 24 year old young buck slanging from the hip, it honestly doesn't matter at all. Halloween could be on any day. Honestly, it might be better if Halloween, okay, if Halloween's on a Wednesday. You get to celebrate Halloween the weekend before and the weekend after and on Wednesday. So, honestly, Halloween on a weekday. Yeah! Woo! Rips. Today, this this year, Halloween's on a, Halloween's on a Monday. And there I was, walking the streets. Everybody dressed up like vampires and goblins and ghouls. And then those cool guys dressed up like tough guys. Tough guys as far as the eye can see. Everybody's face looked the same. 
all they wanted was some hot Catwoman tail. Uh, and there I was, walking the streets, everybody dressed like every guy putting minimal effort into his costume but trying to look, trying to wear as little clothes as possible to show off their big muscles following around some girl dressed in this very slutty. Dude, Halloween's one of my favorite holidays. I fucking love Halloween. Yeah, that's my crew. Yeah, that's my boy Jim, dressed as Ricky Bobby. And that's his girl. Not really sure what her name is, or what her deal is. But boy, they were a couple. That's my boy over there. You know, talking the ear off that one girl dressed like uh, a nurse, probably. A nurse or a playboy bunny, or maybe an angel, but really she's just wearing lingerie and wings. This is Halloween. Those were the days. What? We own this night. We, <laughs> we Bumbaclada own it this night. Oh my god, my mouth is so dry. Give me one second. And we're back. You guys have no idea how long we were gone for. I was gone for. It's just me. Well, it's also me. Well, right. It's us. Thanks, Other Kevin. No, well, you're welcome, Other Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. You're welcome, Other Kevin. Yeah. So we're celebrating Halloween, obviously, in the... Uh, we, well, people are celebrating Halloween today. Maybe I might do something today. I, I'm not a big planner guy. Have we talked about this? I don't think so. I don't like planning. Planning to me stinks. I don't know why. Or at least planning fun stuff. When it comes to like actual responsibilities, plannings, yeah, you got to do it. You can't just shoot from the hip for everything. That's how you fuck up. Planning fun stuff. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't like planning. I don't like planning fun stuff. Here's my thought process. You can plan a little bit, like, hey, we'll be here at this time, but that's as far as you can go. You go any further than that, you're, you're setting yourself, hey, I tell you, you go any farther than that, you're setting yourself for a rough time. You're, you're setting yourself up. So there we were. Boy, we planned the hell out of this night. I'll never, I'll never regret it more than the, the night we planned it more than we ever regretted it. No, long story short, you get this. You plan something far in advance. You get, you're looking forward to it. You got all this time. You put all this effort into thinking about all the details. What are you going to do? What are you going to wear? What are you going to drink? What are you going to say? And then it never goes as planned. Fun stuff never goes exactly as planned so you build up these expectations and then when it happens it falls short you feel like you got cheated if you don't plan you say be here here this place this time let me let me let me let me let us take care of the rest we'll figure out the rest when we get there then you're going blind you're like 
well, dude, this might night, night might suck. We don't have anything planned. And then obviously, those are the best nights. Those are the best nights. Because then, yeah, you walk around. You don't know what to do. You sit somewhere. You go with your friends. You have a drink. You have a turkey sub. A turkey sub. A turkey sub. That's what he came up with. You have some pizza. You get a pizza. You get some drinks. You have some laughs. You tell some stories. You laugh some more. Now we're having fun. Now we're making magic. See, that's the thing about making magic. You can't plan magic. <laughs> magic just happens. Magic just happens. So we're having a party Saturday night. I don't know how it's going to go tomorrow. We're having a par party tomorrow night. It's the second party we've thrown. I know how I'm. it's going to go for me. Unless something catastrophic happens, something weird, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to get smashed. I'm going to get graveyard smashed. And that's fun. There's going to be fun music. I'm going to be with my friends. We're going to do fun stuff. And I'm going to get absolutely hammered. Now, if you need anything more than that to have a good time, I can't help you. I can't help you. You want to hear a Halloween story? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. I have a girlfriend at the time. Like that girlfriend has a friend. My girlfriend says, "Hey, let's go trick or treating by my house." I'm like, huh, "Hell yeah, let's go trick or treating by your house." She's like, "I'm gonna bring my friend." I said, "Okay." She she's like, "Can let's let's ask somebody to come for my friend, so it'll be like a a double date trick or treat meet." I said, yeah. So long story short, I asked one of my best friends to come with her best friend. And then we have a double, a trick-or-treat double date. And there were, I feel like, uh, let, let me rack my brain. Seventh grade, I would have been how old? Around 12. I would have been about 12 years old. So that means this would have been 2010. What did I wear? I feel like I had a pretty good costume. Here's what my... No, 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 no. No. I was going to say here's what my costume is because my costume freshman year Halloween was... Actually, I don't know. One of my go-to costumes when I was a kid was... Or when I was a kid, when I was in high school was I would wear... Button-down shirt, tie off to the side, buttons undone, and then I'd have a Superman t-shirt underneath. It's Clark Kent, wear the glasses. It was it was an easy costume, but people seem to like it. So hey, maybe I dip in that well a little bit too often. I've never been great with Halloween costumes. Like I I this year. Me and my roommates are going as Mystery Incorporated.
Incorporated. I'm glad you could be in attendance. This night was planned just for you, Mr. B Incorporated. We're going as Scooby-Doo and the gang, if you didn't know what Mr. Incorporated is, and because your childhood stunk. If you don't know who Mr. Incorporated is, I guess your childhood stunk. And that's for people of all ages, because Scooby-Doo's been around, baby. Scooby-Doo's been around and around town. Nobody talks about how Scooby-Doo's been around, but hey, I know one thing about Scooby-Doo. He's been around. I'm obviously Scooby. Um, I kind of fucked up. I'm probably going to have to spend today really working on my Scooby, because I, I don't have a horrible Scooby. But I, I'm, it's to the level of my, like, impression of Scooby is, like, I can only do the very obvious lines, and I can't, like, I can't have conversation with Scooby, but I can go, <laughs> I can't do the laugh right now. I can get the laugh every now and then. It has to be organic. This podcast is sponsored by Organic Laughs. Crack open a can of organic laughs. Have yourself a fucking laugh, you dumb fuck. Start laughing. How about you start telling some jokes? Okay, well, get them out of here. So there we were. There I was. Me and my girl. And her best girl. And my best guy. We could have... I... It was a night of nights. No, I don't know. So, to tell this story, we need to go back. Go way back. No, not really that far back. I... I mean, okay. I, you can't blame me. Uh, Twelve years old. Uh, I don't know how to have a girlfriend. But I was like... I, I assumed that it was a very awkward night. I don't know how. I, I'm never awkward, ever. I always have something cool and funny and smart to say, pretty much. Um, and that was back when it was acceptable to be 5'5". Five five. When you're 12 years old, it's pretty acceptable to be... When you're 12 years old, it's pretty acceptable to be 5'5". Five five. But as soon as you turn 13, people start looking at you like, Hey, man, e enough. E you e enough. You drinking your milk? Huh? I mean, I know, I know these Asian fellas aren't supposed to be the tallest, but you eat enough. You need some pizza? You need some pasta for you? You eat enough? <sighs> okay, well, this isn't, this isn't roast myself episode. This is the Halloween episode, so you guys want to hear some Halloween stories. Let's keep going. So, we're walking, we're trick-or-treating, we're, we're having a good time. When I... Why not? Nah, nah, nah. Um, I haven't thought about this in so long, but yeah, she was like my girlfriend. I actually didn't. I didn't never. This can probably tell you enough you need to know. I didn't even ask her to be my girlfriend. She didn't ask me. It was at, it was at a seventh grade dance. Her friend came up to me and said, "Hey, do you want to be?" Her girlfriend. And I said, yeah. 
and then she said, okay, follow me, and she brought me over, and she officiated the whole thing. And that's young love. And they call it love and love. That's young love, ladies and gentlemen. That's how that's how it goes. Yeah. You know, back in the day, I mean, if you know me now, you're like, this is fucking horseshit. I've never even seen you look in the direction of a lady without her looking back in disgust. And I'd say, yeah, it's about right. But back in the day when I was a cute little kid, around the ripe age of probably from the age of 9 to 13, boy, I was a ladies' man. <laughs> hey, these 8th graders, you want to know you want to know the best part of these 8th graders? You want to know the best part about these 8th graders? I keep getting older, and they stay the same. I'm not even going to pretend. That was an absolute joke, and I was saying that from the point of view of an 8th grader. I'm putting my foot down. That was ridiculous. Sorry. So we're walking around, we're trick-or-treating, and then all of a sudden, this is her neighborhood. Uh, yeah, we're walking around, we're trick-or-treating, then all of a sudden, she she turns to her friend, they say something, and then she looks at us, and she, they're like, we have to leave. Like, what? She's like, we gotta go. And then they just, like, walk into the distance, or, like, maybe, like, we hug and say bye and stuff. And then me and my friend are looking at each other, like, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. And they leave, and then we realize we have no fucking idea where we are. And it's time to get dark. It's time to get a little spooky. The ghouls and goblins and gobbagools and goblins are starting to come out. So we're like, okay, we got to act fast. So we hit a couple more houses because, hey, nobody cuts our night short. We need to get our full haul of candy. At the time, my favorite candy was probably, unfortunately, I'd probably say that this time my favorite candy might have been Milky Way or Three Musketeers, which looking back at it now, or looking at it now, I would probably say both of those are maybe C or D tier candies. There's so many better candies, man. Reese's. Reese's are my favorite now. I'll, I'll, I'll eat a Reese's from a homeless guy. I'll eat a Reese's right from a homeless guy's pocket. Well, not from his pocket. I'll take it out of his pocket and eat it. And I stand by those words. So we hit a couple more houses, and we're walking around. The sun's getting down. It's starting to get spooky. And we're like, okay, we got to figure out how to get home. So we just pick a direction and just start walking. And we're walking, and we're walking, and we're Christopher walking. And we walk through a park. And I don't know why, but we get spooked. So we, halfway through the park, we start, <laughs> we're running through the park. We're running through the park. It's Halloween night. Come on. We can't be fucking walking in the dark through a park. Might hear a, uh, scratch ourselves on some bark. Might run into Arthur the Aardvark. Oh boy, wish we knew Tony Stark. Because he could, well, you know, fly us home in his Iron Man suit. Uh, all of a sudden, we run down a street. And we say, hey. We know this street. 
This is Jason Street. Jason's our friend. If you didn't know. Jason's another one of our good friends. I was like, oh my god, we're, we found it. I mean, it might as well have been like, if, if you're like stranded in the woods or stranded on a deserted island and you see like a, uh, just like a lifeline, just anything, a plane flying overhead, or if you're in the woods, you see a cabin secluded in the middle of the woods. No roads leading up to the cabin, which is odd because how how do people get there? So we w- we approach. No, so we walk up to our friend Jason's house. We ring the doorbell. Trick or treat. We get some candy. And then we, and his mom answers the door and she gives him some candy. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's you guys. And I don't know if we tell her the story. I don't, I feel like back in the day, I was a very like, whatever. Oh my, okay, hold on. I have something to say after this. I think I have a lot to say. I, I don't know how many uh, loose ends I left unloosened. But, yeah. So, long story short, we uh, we just stay at Jason's house and stay in the area. And then we call our parents and say, hey, we're at Jason's house. Because before we couldn't be like, hey, we're, we're here. We're in the middle of nowhere. We have no idea where we are. So we get to Jason's house. Then we call home base, call our parents, pick us up, go home, count the hall. Halloween, 2010. Stamp it. What's another good Halloween story? Senior year of college. Fast forward. 10 years. Halloween, 2020. No, actually, it's Halloween, 2019. Fast forward nine years. I go out. I know my costume this time. I dress up as the world's greatest spy. Now, I know you're thinking, is that James Bond? That's James Bond, 007. Not necessarily. Sterling Archie. Sterling Archie. <coughs> Sterling. Sterling Archie. Lana! Stir. I can't do it. I can't do it. Whatever. But, I mean, I was wearing the tactile neck. I had a holster. I was wearing my combat boots. And I was looking good. I mean, I was just. I, but uh, when I would be like, oh, dude, what are you? I'd be like, I'm the world's greatest spy. And nobody knew that that was Archer, even though I was clearly wearing a tactile neck. But whatever. So this is college now. So yeah, I walk into a pregame. And we're having fun, drinking some brews. But really, at my school, it was, you didn't, no pregames. Like the pregames were just a ritual. And like you meet up with your friends so you can all go to the bars together. Because you didn't, you didn't need to, I mean, I got lucky. The place I, I don't want to be stuck in my college in my college days, but I loved college. It was just 
it was just a beautiful time. So we go to the bars. I have a great time with all my friends, seeing a lot of pretty ladies, you know, dressed up like pretty ladies. I love the the Halloween costume trend lately where it's like within the like I don't know, the last few years where girls will just buy lingerie and then just like buy devil horns or angel wings or like cat ears. They'll just pretty much wear lingerie and a very minimal accessory and call it a costume. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It's pretty sweet. So yeah, we're at the bar. We're having a good time. We close that mother down. We close that mother down. Have a good time, you know. And I'm like, alright. I gotta get home. I gotta get home. I gotta get some food in me. I gotta... I gotta... I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm hammered. So we walk out of the front door of the bar. And if any of you have a very particularly good memory when it comes to meteorology of history, then you will know that in Illinois, and specifically, actually, I, I, I don't know about all of Illinois, but I'd probably say the Chicagoland area, which extended to Urbana-Champaign, where I went to school, Halloween night, actually... Is this actually Halloween? I have no idea. Halloween weekend, we'll say. 2019. There was a cold chill that came in. And with that cold chill, a good good old-fashioned blizzard. But it didn't come in. It didn't didn't come in until late at night. Probably around nine, ten o'clock, right around, right about the time we were getting into the bar. And we, so we were in the bar from nine, nine to two in the morning when the bar closes, right? Two in the morning, the bar closes, the lights go on, everybody get out. Everybody starts, everybody starts shuffling to the doors, and we're met with a, a cold chill, a shudder. And as we make our way outside, the streets are just covered in snow. And it's been snowing hard for the last who knows how long. The whole time we were in the bar. So we go into the bar. We go into the bar. No snow. <laughs> we come out of the bar. Snow. Uh, so, God, I am fucking so stupid. We come out of the bar. Snow everywhere. Wind blowing hard. Blizzard. I'm not worried. I live a block away. So I'm like, okay, let's walk home. So I'm walking home by myself. I think my roommates went home for the weekend, so it's really just me. Hey, I guess, yeah, it's just me, okay? Maybe I, did, I didn't bring a lady home this night. I didn't bring a lady home ever, any night. I don't even know what a lady... I couldn't even tell you what a lady is, really. I couldn't even describe one to you right now. Fingernails. Um, so I'm walking, probably on my phone, like, texting someone, like, oh, you guys missed a good night. You guys missed a fun night. No, I actually had fun. So, But I'm on my phone. I'm walking home. Literally, I have to walk two minutes to get into my... Two minutes from the door of the bar to the door of my apartment. Two minutes. 
walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Next thing I know, I'm staring straight up at the sky, looking at flurries. A guy and a girl are looking down at me. The guy says, dude, are you all right? And I'm like, I honestly couldn't tell you whether or not I, I, I remember falling because that's like, I don't know if I got knocked out or if I was just, if I was just hammered, but I can't tell you for sure if I remember falling, but I'm looking straight up. There's just like snow falling in my eyes. We got, I honestly, I don't remember what the guy was dressed as, but he looks at me and he says, you all right? And I get up and I say, oh yeah, dude, I'm fine. Hey, don't worry about me. Come on, come on, dude, I'm fine. And I walk, and what happened was I, I just was walking on the sidewalk, and mind you, when I walked into this bar, no ice on the street, no snow on the ground, nothing. So I'm walking down the sidewalk, and I just eat the most shit on some ice, apparently. But hey, I'm 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 drunk, I'm having a good time, I, I walk it off. I'm like, dude, I'm fine. Go home change out of my clothes, I don't know, maybe make some food, go to sleep, like nothing happened, hindsight, probably shouldn't have done that, because I guess you're not supposed to go to sleep with concussions, or maybe you are, I don't know if that was a wives tale, um, if anybody can confirm, I feel like that's fucking bullshit, because what, you're just never supposed to go to sleep, I feel like that's, if you have a concussion, if you have a concussion, congratulations. You are now <laughs> you're now doomed to a life of being awake for the rest of your life. So you go to sleep with maybe a concussion, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember hitting my head, but I also don't remember slipping. But also that was really embarrassing. I think the embarrassment was kind of like the embarrassment and the booze kind of just like wrapped me up in like a in a in a mixed martial arts uh, blanket of emotion and whatever. So I'm just sitting there thinking about how I don't have any friends to go out with me on Halloween, um, and I fall asleep, I drift into sleep, wake up the next day, splitting headache, and I was like, oh, I just chalk it up to, I just chalk it up to, I had a good time last night. I'm going to have a headache. It's whatever. Don't really think much of it. A couple days later, I'm in the gym. Sorry, guys. I just got a, I just got a, a text, an important text. Um, I'm in the gym. I'm standing in the mirror doing curls. Doing curls, feeling good getting huge, thinking about what I'm going to eat after this meal to hit my anabolic window, hit my anabolic window, I'm going to fucking freak with these fucking pythons, and then I notice I got like some color on my elbow, so I put the, I put the 55s down, and I raise my elbow up in the mirror, and starting at probably a quarter of a way down my forearm my arm starts to turn from pink to red to a maroon to a dark purple right 
on my elbow. Kind of like one of those elbow patches that you'd see on like fancy, like see on like fancy guy sweaters. The thing about the global economy is it relies on people's self-interest. If people don't act in their better self-interest, then global economy capitalism doesn't really work now, does it? Um, I feel like an English gentleman probably wouldn't. He'd be able to understand me a little bit better. Whatever. Elbows purple. And then going up the back of my arm, it goes back from maroon to red to pink. I would say my entire arm, from my shoulder to my wrist, I would say about 30% of it was a bruise on the back of my arm. And this is like two days later. I didn't even notice. So I'm like, oh my god. I start freaking out. I look at my other arm. Same thing. I turn to my friend. Dude, look at this. He's like, oh, what happened? I said, well, yeah. Remember when I was saying I fell on Halloween? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, I guess I must have like hit my elbows. Like, yeah, no shit, dude. So I surmised that when I slipped, like the stunt man I am, and most likely, here's how I picture it. I slipped. Feet go straight up in the air. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking. This could end one of two ways. I could bounce my head off the concrete and start throwing up blood gang signs like Tua Tagalavoa, but <laughs> I'm better than that. Elbows deploy. Elbows go back. Elbows hit the ground first. Shatter my fucking elbows. Hurt so goddamn bad. Minor, minor head injuries. Yeah. So that's pretty much what the fuck I do. Yeah, but that actually really hurt my, like, my elbow was, like, very, it was injured for maybe six months after that. My left one in particular. But yeah, I'm pretty sure if I had to guess, I saved myself from a serious concussion or maybe death just by absorbing all of that force with elbow to concrete. Am I blessed? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that was all skill. I learned that skill from years of getting pushed over and bullied by a certain guy right now who climbs poles and gets tattoos for a living. Because he was kind of a bully and I was kind of a nerd. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We'll wrap this up with one last story. This is the scary stories to tell in the heathenistic hell ride in the dark episode. So, it's in it's related to slipping on ice. It's the same winter. Well, I mean, I guess I I assume the first snow to make means it's winter. So if it snows on October thirty first, that means October thirty first is the first day of winter. So it's the same winter. Maybe a couple months later, and it's snowing. It's pretty much the same situation. I'm walking home from the bar. I'm walking. I'm by myself. I've walked home from the bar by myself a lot because I don't. I didn't really have any friends. And like we talked about before, I'm not that good with the ladies. So I'm walking home. I'm walking home. I'm. I never. Hey, 
One thing about me, I'm not leaving that bar sober. I'll just leave it at that. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Um, and I look across the street, and there's a guy standing over a guy laying on the ground. I say, hmm. That doesn't look great. And I'll keep the story short, because I have to shit really bad. So I'll keep the story short. So the guy, like, this guy's clearly panicked. There's a guy laying on the ground. I'm like, hmm, he might be, like, drunk and passed out. I'll go, I'll go see what's going on. So I cross the street. I'm like, dude, what happened? Oh my god, he he slipped, he fell. I look down at the guy, and there's, I'm not kidding, a mini, mini pool of blood around this guy's head. And then I'm like, oh, 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 oh shit, this is real. Oh, we're in it now. So the first thing I think is like, alright, we, my, my lifeguard, I was a lifeguard for three summers. My lifeguard training starts to kick into, kick into, to full effect. So I'm trying to get this guy's attention. I'm like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, okay? And he's just, like, making noises. Uh, uh. And then I say, like, dude, call 911. You need an ambulance here. And take my hat off. Actually, the hat that I'm wearing right now. Jesus. Take my hat off. Um, it's my North Face camo hat with the mesh back, kind of like a trucker-style hat. I fold it in half, you know, like you fold the back under the front. I put it in my left hand, and I put the hat on the back of his head, kind of like where he's bleeding from, because there is a lot of fucking blood, and I'm like, I, I want to like put pressure on this, on this bleeding. I honestly, any any medical professionals, feel free to stop me at any time and, and let me know that this is not what you're supposed to do. So I have my hat in the, my left hand, and I put that on the back of his head, and I'm just talking to him like, hey, what's your name? And he's like, and then he's like starting to talk a little bit more. Like, where do you guys come from? Where do you guys come from? And then now a cr crowd's starting to form. And like one girl's like, oh my God, I'm a nursing student. Get him away. And I was like, uh, yeah. And now she's asking him questions. I'm holding the back of his head. And he's just like, he's bleeding. But he, it feels like he's getting, he's getting a little bit better. And then a couple minutes later, ambulance comes EMTs come and they take over the situation I say give him give him give him an IV we need him on some Dremamine we <laughs> get this guy some antihistamines and get this guy some promethazine and then get this guy some oxycodone and let's get him let's let's wrap up this let's put a bow on this bitch and they're like roger that uh you're relieved and I say thank you and I noticed that uh, my hat's still there. And I'm like, okay, well, let me get my hat, though. They, they grab my hat. I'm walking home, and I'm looking at my hat. And it's just fucking soaked in blood. It's just covered in blood. But I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking about that. I'm, like, thinking about this guy dying on the sidewalk. I'm like, oh, my God. That was insane. And, like... Hero, her, drunk hero brain is like, dude, I just saved that guy's life. I'm riding high, but I'm also like, that was fucked up. Like, that could have been me on Halloween. So I get home. I take my hat. I fill up a bucket of water, pour in some hydrogen peroxide, throw my hat in there. Take a shower. Get something to eat. Wrap up in my blankie and go to sleep. Next morning, I throw my head in the wash. It washes out all the blood. 
here's another thing about me. If I, if I throw up on something or get blood on something, I will not throw it out. I will clean it. I don't know why. Especially this hat. My camo North Face hat. I got it for 50% off at Dick's. It was, it was $10. I fucking love this hat so much. This hat has been through, been through fucking hell. I mean, it's it's been covered in most bodily fluids, mud, dirt. It's just a ride or die, homie. So I love this hat. I'm like, great, now I gotta wash my fucking hat. It's covered in that maybe dead guy's blood. <laughs> uh, so I wash my hat, I scrub it, I pour some more hydrogen peroxide on it, I try to scrub as much blood out, toss it in the washing machine. And it comes out, no more blood. It looks brand new. Hell yeah. Maybe a year goes by and I'm wearing my hat to the gym. And I'm sweating pretty good in it. It's getting a nice sweat. And I peel back the band of the hat in front of the uh, the front part. I don't know what the... If you have a trucker hat, you have the mesh and then the non-mesh part. But not the bill. I peel back the the... the the band on the front because I wanted to just feel how sweaty it was and I just noticed stains there and I'm looking at them right now but around where the band was there's still blood stains on this fucking hat from that guy who fell and slipped on the ice across the street from the red line in Champaign, Illinois and I still have a, a good like stains of his blood on my hat and I don't know why, but that like makes this hat cool to me. Thanks for listening, guys.